Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Pondering My Thoughts. This is your host, Jade. And I just want to say, I am so freaking excited for this episode. I was sitting here planning it out just just a couple minutes ago, and I've been working on it um, all this evening. And I'm just really excited for, to present it to you guys. Before we get into the bulk of the episode... I want to go over my introductions. I keep calling it the introductions because I still have yet to find a name for it. I guess I could call it the highs and lows, but then again, there are more to it. There is more to it. So I'm I'm still brainstorming a name for it. I don't want to say introduction because then it makes it seem like I'm introducing myself. And if you don't know me, then you should probably go watch the first episode so at least you get like a little bit of... A background of who I am before you start listening. So we'll start with my high of the week. I had a great time at work on Saturday night. Um, I had two of my coworkers working line with me, and I got to meet one of my other managers who I had never met. And he's really, really chill. He's also hilarious. He knows when to get things done, which I like. But he was really chill. And it was it was really nice because just we had a slow night, so that was probably the reason he was so chill. But yeah, I love slow nights because then I don't have to do too much and I don't have to overwhelm myself with like all the tasks of line. And I also had the clothes, so I got to learn how to do that, which was really cool. Yeah, it was just a great night. Uh, I bonded with my two co-workers two three it was mainly two because I only had two other people online with me but I kind of bonded with them and learned that they're still in high school they're one is going to be a sophomore and one is going to be a senior and I'm sitting here as a high school graduate and it's just like what the heck I still I still find it hard to believe that I'm a high school graduate I don't know how to feel about it it's just is mind-blowing. It feels unreal. Anyways, Sunday night, which is the night I'm recording, I had went to the gym. I was really, really tired and feeling a little lazy. It was today or Sunday of the day. You should be listening to this podcast Monday. So the day before, I was just feeling really lazy and it was my first day off in a couple weeks. But I decided, you know what, just because you have a day off doesn't mean you have a day off from the gym. You know, you, you, you've, bleh, I cannot talk. You have this day and you've already done all your responsibilities and you've done your reset stuff, Sunday reset, which I love. I love doing that. Um, you have time for the gym. So instead of sitting around and doing nothing and wasting my time, why not be a little bit productive, you know? add to that Sunday reset by working all of last week's stress off. And that's the that's what I went with. I pushed through and I ended up working out for an hour and 20 minutes. And I did a leg day. I was originally going to do an arm day, but there were too many people by the free weights and I just like I was like heck no. So I put my headphones in and did a leg day. I warmed up with the treadmill and then went right into machines and free weights on the other side of the room. So I was 
my adrenaline was pumping a lot and I almost passed out a little bit because I was a little too excited um but I got myself to calm down and I crushed the workout so that was just amazing let's go into my low of the week lots of event uh, I cannot talk lots of eventful things happening at camp it's just oh my gosh I don't even know where to start with it. We had a counselor meeting on Friday to talk with um, two of the um, administrators for the camp and me and the other counselors were just like, we had to tell some of our favorite stories, good or bad, of this these past couple weeks and it's just like, oh my gosh. Some of them were funny, some of them were like, holy crap, what in the world is going on? Um, My story, one of my stories was, it was actually the day before, so it was Thursday. I had walked away for two seconds, and the kids were on break, so they were all sitting in their chairs, eating their snacks, talking to one another. I walk away for two seconds because, you know, it's the older kid group, so I thought I could trust them a little more. And... I walk away, and apparently the trash can, someone knocked the entire thing over, and of course it was filled to the brim. Overflowing. Someone knocked it over, and there was food everywhere. Not just trash, but food as well. Like, I'm talking real nasty food, and it smells so freaking bad. And, yeah, that was something else. I literally wanted to throw up. Now... Because I had the older kids group, they did that. They can help clean it up. So I didn't even have to clean it up, which I was a little bit relieved at. um, Because I did not want to clean that up. It was so disgusting. But we got it cleaned up, cleaned the floor. The room smelled good again. And yeah, that that was my story. Not to mention also... I have kids every now and then that scream bloody murder in my face. They just look at me and scream. And I'm like, okay. And I'm not even phased by it anymore. That's how used to to it I am. And it's, it's probably a bad thing. But I have definitely improved on my patience with these kids. Patience in general. Because I really don't have patience. And a lot of people know, know that. Like... I I do not have patience, but somehow with these kids and with my, you know, my teaching hours at the same place, I don't know where the patience comes from, and I do not know how I even, how I even have that much patience. I don't know. Anyways, we're gonna move on to the outlook of this upcoming week. Um, Saturday, I'm testing for my blue belt and weapons with two of my. One other coworker, and then another one's testing for a different level. So that's pretty cool. And then we have to call the weapons test for the kids after. So I'm excited about that. Um, my college class starts Monday, which is the day you'll be listening to this episode if you listen to it as soon as it comes out. Um, so funny, funny thing. I thought it had started on Sunday. And I was freaking out because it wasn't in my um, Blackboard, which is the platform my college uses to to have the online version of the class. 
And I was literally about to like have a breakdown because I couldn't find it. I was going to call my counselor and be like, what the heck happened? I paid for this class. Why is it not showing up? And then I come to find out it doesn't start till Monday, the 20th. And today, the day I'm recording, is the 19th. So I was a little relieved by that. That that was funny. Um, Moving on to my goals for this week. I want to continue going to the gym and crushing my workouts. I want to get ahead with my new college class. It's a math class and I'm quite good at math. So I think this will be pretty easy. Pretty easy short semester. Um... I want to start prepping food ahead of time. So like snacks for the gym or snacks for when I go to work. Just something that will keep me energized during the day because I've been struggling with that recently. Yeah, it's not fun when I need energy and I have to work like a six hour shift and it's just and I have nothing nothing prepped and no time to make anything. So having something prepped ahead of time. Um it helps. So, um, another thing, I want to be more organized and, like, more prepared and planning ahead on things. So, this is going to tie into my word of the week, but I want to, I want to be more prepared for my long, those long days. My word of the week is prepared. So, I guess I'll kind of tie in the goals for this week and the word of the week. Um, I want to be more prepared for my long days, you know, those long days that I have a couple shifts and, and I'm working and training and working out. I need to pack some food. So I want to start prepping small protein snacks, other food. And another thing with being more prepared, not just food, but I want to make sure my work and gym bag is set for the day. That means putting whatever clothes I need in and making sure I have whatever I need for the gym or like for when I'm leaving the gym and whatnot. I also want to start making my bed, which I do most of the time. It's just lately getting up at like 5.50 a.m. to get ready for a 7 o'clock shift is not fun. And so... I'm not a morning person at all. So on those days, I won't make it because I just do not feel like it. And it makes me just want to get back in bed. Um, So I want to start making my bed more and setting out the clothes I need. So like prepping everything the night before. So the night before I have to work a 7 a.m. shift, I want to have my uniform all laid out and my shoes ready because who knows, I just might sleep in an extra 10 minutes and that's a 10 minutes I can't get back. But having all that stuff prepped and ready helps me get out the door a little quicker. Helps me, you know, gives me an extra five minutes to spare. Who knows? Um, I just like being prepared. Um, And just all that stuff. Being prepared, whether it's food-wise, you know, anything with my bags or my clothes or my room whatever. I would be more prepared and more organized. All right, let's get into the bulk of the episode. I never even talked about the title of today's episode, but it is things to stop doing because they are either toxic or unhealthy and are ruining your peace. So I'm really excited about this topic because 
I have come up with so many different things that I found that I, I have done in the past or in the past week or like just anything that I've done and even some, some that I'm still doing. And I find like talking about these is really helpful because it makes me aware that I'm doing them and more conscious of them so I can try to break those habits or stop exactly what it, what it is. So we're going to start with number one, stop holding grudges. The second, the, the day I stopped holding grudges, I felt a whole wave of peace and I wish I was exaggerating because I used to hold so many freaking grudges. I was a grudge holder for every little thing and that just it made me feel absolutely horrible. I felt like a very angry person and I didn't really like that. Um, So I stopped holding grudges against people, whether it was someone that just didn't want to hang out or someone didn't text me back within 30 minutes, I held a grudge. Just the stupidest thing ever. And I was tired of feeling that way. I wanted to feel at peace, so I just stopped holding those grudges. I feel like it's very important to not hold grudges because you never know what someone is thinking or what someone's doing and you can't just always hold it against them. You know, maybe they're dealing with their own stuff and maybe that's why they're not texting texting back right away, you know? Maybe it's whatever, it whatever situation it applies to. Don't take it personally all the time because that's that's wasting a lot of your energy and your peace. Why not just sit back and just be like, okay, cool. I don't really care that much. You know, you can have the I don't care mindset or you can just have, you know what? I'm not going to let it bother me because I'm protecting my peace. Something like that. Whatever you have to do, just stop holding grudges against people. It's not worth it. Not worth it in the end because it is not going to matter in five years, more than likely. Alright, moving on to number two, and that is to stop complaining so much. Now, this doesn't mean completely cut out complaining. If you can, do that. Go you. But minimal complaining is alright. It just really depends on what you're complaining about. Um, If you're finding that you complain a lot, like I used to in the past. I used to complain so freaking much. Try writing down those complaints in a journal because, hey, it might just help getting those off your chest. And it, that's what I used to do. I used to complain so much just to get it off my chest. And I just wanted to let it out so it didn't build up inside of me. And I did that to people. And I wish I had realized before how much I was complaining. And I wish I would have like used a lot, utilized a journal or just prayed about it. But, you know, I can't go back in the past and fix that thing. Um, but, you know, try to focus on more of the appreciating the small things, you know, if something crappy happens during your day and you just want to compliment or not compliment, complain about it, look at something that is bright and positive. Like if you're sitting at your dinner table and just you're having the roughest day ever, look out the window and look at the beautiful sun. It is not rainy today. It is beautiful and we have light to see. You know, it all you can also you can appreciate the food on your plate 
at the dinner table. Appreciate that. It'll distract you from all those complaints that you have. You know, and once you get started into the habit of appreciating things, a lot of your complaining will go away. Because that's what I started doing. I started appreciating and noticing all the small things that I had in my life or even something as as simple as the grass being green. You know, it's so it sounds so stupid, but hey, it helps. I started appreciating those things and eventually my complaints it just started to fade. I yes, I still complain a little bit, but I don't complain as I as much as I used to. And I'm very, very thankful for that because it took a lot of time to actually recognize, recognize, I cannot talk today. It took me a while to recognize that. So I suggest you start doing that. I'm I'm encouraging you to stop complaining so much and appreciate what you have and what you see. Before I get into number three, I kind of just want to throw this out there. I wrote down a sentence for each one of these and I'm kind of just going into depth just as I'm as I'm reading it um as I'm reading the one sentence so if it seems that I'm just like repeating myself or just going off on a rant or a tangent that is probably why because I don't have a set out script because I kind of I'm not really a fan of a set out script I just want to talk and I want to tell you guys about what works for me, my experiences, and what I'm encouraging you guys to do because I feel like that's coming more from the heart. Um, Moving on to number three is not meaning anything you say. And that kind of ties back into what I was just saying. You know, I'm not reading off a script because I want to mean what I say and I want to speak from the heart. So that's the way I'm doing it this episode. So not meaning anything you say. So it can be something as simple as I care about you. Do you really care about the per- about that person? Because if you don't and you're saying you care about them, that's not meaning what you say. Same goes for the phrases such as I love you, I care about you, I miss you, all those I statements. You know, if you don't mean it, don't say it because if you... I don't want to say betray. If you don't follow through with that and that other person realizes, that's not a fun situation to be in. It is really not for you or the other person. So I just, I don't recommend. Don't don't not mean anything you say. Moving on to number four is lying and being disloyal. Holy crap, this one should have been number one is number one on my list, my personal list. I cannot tolerate lying or anyone being disloyal. It's just like, it's heartbreaking to see. And it's just like very disappointing. What what makes people want to lie or be disloyal like that? Especially in friendships and relationships. You know, that's just breaking their trust right there and then. All it takes, one little lie, and boom, their trust is broken. And when they don't find out, that's just, that's building up more and more crap before they do find out. And I just, I do not stand for it. So whatever you do, be honest. 
Don't be disloyal. Be loyal to your friends or relationships. There's no reason to lie to them. And I am I am quite certain that they didn't do anything to lie. And if they did, still, you don't need to lie back. You don't need to be disloyal back because two wrongs do not make a right. Moving on to number five, stop making things about you. The world doesn't revolve around you. It revolves around the sun or or whatever you believe in, like God. If you believe in God, then the world revolves around him. If you don't, then yeah, the world revolves around something, not you, not another person, not another individual. So take a moment to acknowledge it acknowledge this truth on a regular basis you know if you find that you're starting to make things about yourself or you're taking things too personally take a step back and recognize that you know the more you're aware of it the more you recognize it the easier it will be to break that habit and to stop doing it because it is just really it's really not fun for people on the other end or even yourself it has has no value to it so just just recognize that and try to be more aware of it number six is to stop blaming now i'm gonna i'm gonna tag off on a little bit of something i talked about in a past episode is successful people take a hundred percent responsibility over their actions or their situations and this kind of ties into it When you blame others for what you're going through, that's denying responsibility. And you're essentially giving up your power over that part of your life. And it also kind of just annoys everyone in the process. So, you know, if you want to be seen as a successful person and you want to be that successful person, you need to start taking responsibility over your actions, your situations, or any aspect of your life. You know, you can't give someone the power of the of that situation. You know, you have that responsibility and you have that power, so do not give it up. Number seven has got me heated, and I'm so ready to talk about this one. This one is to stop gossiping or creating, causing, or just being involved with any sort of drama. This one is like, holy crap. I feel so strongly on this one because I cannot stand or tolerate any kind of drama or any kind of gossip. It's just like, it's so annoying and it's always a lose-lose situation. It hurts someone and then it hurts your reputation. So like, what is the point? Yet people still find time to gossip badly about people. You know, it's okay to talk about like a certain situation but like when it becomes gossiping in a negative and horrible way, uh, yeah, I just don't stand for it. It's just absolutely not. Heck no. So try to stop gossiping badly about people. You know, if you want to talk good about someone and say like, hey, I saw one of our old friends at the gym and she looked absolutely freaking amazing and I'm like mind blown. You know, that's okay. That's like... That's not go- I don't consider that gossiping. Maybe it is, but in a positive way. I don't know. But what I'm talking about is negative, po- negative, not positivity, 
gossiping and just overall drama can't stand it it's such a waste of energy and it does no good it it's worthless and it has no value it's just words so what is the point in even talking about it yeah i've dealt a lot with drama in my life and i just i don't stand for it at all so try to stop that habit not just because i don't like it but mainly because it annoys others And it's just not a way to go. You want positive things in your life, not negative aspects. Number eight is telling yourself that you don't have enough to be happy. And, you know, the happiest people aren't the luckiest. And they usually don't have the best of everything. Uh, One of my friends gave me this quote. I don't know exactly who it's by, so I'm just going to say unknown. But it says, happiness is something you decide on ahead of time. Whether I like the room or not does not depend on how the furniture is arranged. It is how I arrange my mind. And that blew my mind, that quote. It was so deep. And I I told him, I have to have that in my podcast this week. I, I cannot go without it. That is too good to not talk about. And I love it because it's not talking about like those materialistic things that you have it's how your perspective it's how you perceive it and I just that's a whole level of holy crap a whole level of holy crap I really like that um so you know you can say you're not happy because you don't have enough materialistic things but you know why are we relying on these materialistic things when we could just be happy for, you know, how we view things. I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. So the reason so many people give up on trying to find happiness is because they tend to look for what's like missing and how far they still have to go instead of that whole process of getting there. So stop telling yourself that you don't have enough to be happy because you more than likely do. You just got to change your perspective on it. Arrange your mind so that you can see it. Number nine. This is another one I feel so strongly about. I love all of these. But it's saying that your failed relationships or friendships or connections were a waste of time. Saying that, that gets me so heated because why would you think they're a waste of time? They made you, those experiences, those failed whatever have made you into the person you are now you know without those experiences you you wouldn't be as compassionate you wouldn't be as kind you wouldn't be as understanding you know some of those experiences have shaped you into the person you are and the person that you are becoming it's one step closer to being I don't know what the word is not perfect but more wise, more knowledgeable. So that's why I always like to think, you know, I've had a lot of failed friendships and relationships and I always thought of them as a waste of time, you know? Like, why did I waste six months on this person who was just gonna leave no matter what? But I didn't know of it. You know, why think of that as a waste of time? But it makes no sense why I would think of it as a waste of time. You know, I didn't know better. But now I look back and I'm like, I learned so much from that experience. You know, after they left, I learned how to be independent. 
I learned how to live on my own. I learned how to live without them. And, you know, that taught me a lot. And I learned a lot more. And that was just kind of like a general vague explanation. But I want you to take a second to think about all your failed friendships and relationships and connections. You know, were they really a waste of time? Or do you just like to think that because you hate how they treated you? You know, take that and set boundaries and make sure nobody else treats you that way. You know, something like that. I was kind of off on a tangent a little bit. But yeah, you get what I'm saying. Number 10 is thinking that things will get never get better. The past couple ones I've talked about are lies that we tell ourselves. And they're ones that we should stray away from because they truly just bring us down. They don't bring us peace. They bring us toxic negativity and all that stuff. You know, living means facing problems and we have to learn and adapt over that course of time. You know, sometimes you go through a rough period in your life, but that's only a chapter in your life. That's not the entire book. If you have a book... Books usually have a crap ton of chapters. It depends on the book you read, but we're talking about a specific chapter book right now. And that specific chapter book is your life, your individual life. And, you know, you may have a time period where it just rains and rains and just keeps getting harder and harder. That's only a chapter. Don't think that's the whole entire book because it is not. And if you stick with the mindset that, that rainstorm is that entire book, you will never get out of it. Things will never get better. So you have to go in with an open mindset. You have to believe that things will get better. You know, the next chapter, so many great things will come. And if they don't, maybe it's the chapter after that. You have to continue seeing things from a positive perspective. You know, things will get better. I promise you. Moving on to number 11, and that is don't let your problems and flaws define you. You can't let these temporary wounds, you know, permanently destroy you or transform you in your entire life. I cannot talk tonight. Um, A strong person is not one who doesn't cry. It's one who cries openly for a moment and then gets up and continues fighting for what you believe in or what what your dreams are. You know, you continue and you keep going if you let them define you that's all that you are ever going to be and that's all you're ever going to see yourself as you know and eventually people start seeing you as that as well and that's just really toxic and unhealthy so move on from them yes you can experience and like and just think about it let yourself feel but as I've said in previous episodes, you can't let it, you can't dwell on it, essentially. I'm trying to, I'm tripping over my words here, because I know what I want to say, but it's just not coming out, and I cannot speak English tonight. So, yeah, don't let your problems define you, because you are so much more than the crappy stuff that has happened to you, and that has changed your life. It's just, it's all a little plot twist. That's what I like to think of it as. Number 12 is being ungrateful. Don't be ungrateful. You know, appreciate what you have and what you're looking forward to. I'm just going to leave it at that because 
that's pretty self-explanatory. You know, come up with your own explanation. I keep aggravating myself because I keep saying, you know, it's just like, it's like a word filler or it's a filler within my sentences. Kind of like people saying um or uh. So yeah, I'm aggravating myself every single time I do it because I notice it every time. So yeah. Number 13 is disrespecting yourself and others. And I believe this is so important because if you disrespect yourself and other people see that or notice it, then they they think it's okay to disrespect you as well. And that's just, that's not a good thing. It is so toxic. Don't allow these people to have that type of control of yourself. How you carry yourself is how people perceive, not perceive you, but how they see you, I guess. If you carry yourself very well and just very upkept, that's not the right word to use. I can't think of the word at the moment, but the way you carry yourself, it just says so much about you. So when you carry yourself strong and high, you know, you're going to get people who look up at, look up to you. I keep saying you know, and it's annoying me. Um, so carry yourself high people are gonna look up to you if you keep your head down low and just constantly show yourself off in a negative way then that's how people are gonna view you and we don't want people thinking of us like that we can't control how people think of us but still you get the point and disrespecting others is just not okay because that also says a lot about you and it it sure does put out put out into the world that you are insecure because if you have the ability and energy to disrespect others or discourage someone or bring someone down like that then you're obviously insecure and you've got some issues of your own that you need to deal with and you need to work on because disrespecting someone you know, no matter what happens in life, you should always be good to the people around you, even if they've done you wrong. If you do, you're leaving a great legacy behind, regardless of the dreams you choose to pursue. And I believe that is just, that is so deep. Number 14 is rushing love and jumping into things in that topic area. So... I'm kind of excited to, not excited, but I feel called on to explain and talk about this topic because, yeah, I've gone through it myself. I've had my own experiences and rushing love and relationships is not something you want to do because the more you rush it, you don't get to actually sit there and enjoy the moment and enjoy those feelings for more than, what, a day, an hour? Why rush it? Take your time, explore, get to know yourself and them. There's no reason to rush it unless, you know, they're on their deathbed or something, which I really hope they're not because that would be absolutely awful. And I'm so sorry if that is your situation. But just jumping straight into things such as relationships and whatever comes after that, don't rush take your time enjoy it while it lasts there's just rushing it causes so many issues and you don't get to take the time to actually like understand who this person is or what they want all that crazy stuff 
So yeah, I've dealt with that so many times and I've just jumped right in and just ended so badly. It, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go into it. I've had it happen on multiple occasions. Let's just say it did not end well. Number 15 is accepting less than you know you deserve. Whether this is in a friendship, a relationship, a job, workplace, whatever it is. Do not accept anything less than what you deserve. Because if it's something that requires your effort or hard work or your time and you're putting effort and time into those things then you deserve something. And if you think that you're being treated poorly or unfairly than other people, then don't accept that because you deserve better. If you're a good person in a friendship and you have a really bad friend that's treating you like absolute crap and bringing you down and bringing your mood down every single freaking day, don't accept that. And... I know, I know from experience, because I've gone through that similar situation, I am a people pleaser, and when people brought me down and made, hurt me, I let them back into my life so easily, and this isn't just like one person, this is multiple, I've had so many people do this, and just don't accept that, don't accept anything less than you deserve, because as a human being, you don't deserve the bare minimum. You deserve way more than that. So, number 15. Remember that one. Number 16, I got from the 1,000 and more little things happy, successful people do. That's a book I really love, by the way. Um, I've taken a couple of these examples from it um, and just put my own explanations into them. But this one I kind of just want to read off because it is, I feel like it's really helpful. So it is thinking that it is too late. And here it goes. Whether you know it or not, the rest of your life is being shaped right now. You can choose to blame your circumstances on fate or bad luck or bad choices, or you can move forward. The rest of your life is being shaped by the goals you chase, the choices you make, and the actions you take. The rest of your life starts now. And I think that is so good because I was reading a book, not this book, a different one. Um, it was called Do Hard Things, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before, and I've posted a lot, not a lot about it. I've posted about it a couple times, but I am truly in love with the book because, yeah, it's targeted towards teens and how they have low ex expectations from our society and how they need to step up and do hard things but guess what it's not only limited to teens adults can read it if you're in your freaking 70s and you want to read that book and be inspired to get up and you know change your life or whatever then awesome because that works it's never too late for anything i promise you that Number 17 is being too scared to make a mistake. And, you know, in life, you're going to make mistakes. Failure is what leads us to success. You can't get to success without those mistakes because those mistakes or failures, those are your stepping stones towards learning. 
and that's how you learn. That's where you get your lessons from. Every success has that little stepping stone trail of failures and mistakes behind them. It just all leads you up to that top tier of success and you'll you'll end up regretting the things you did not do to become more far on that journey or um yeah, essentially that. And I'm going to read you off a quote and it's by William A. Ward. I thought this was a beautiful example. Failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. It is a delay, not defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end street. And the way it rhymes, it is just, it is so good. I love that so much. Um, it is truly, truly our teacher. It's where we learn all our lessons from. It's how we become better, whether it's better at a skill or, or even as a better person. It's not our undertaker. It, yeah, it's a delay. It's a temporary delay or detour in our journey. But either way, we're still moving forward. Even if you take two steps backwards. Let's say you take two steps backwards because of a failure. You're still on that path because there are still stepping stones behind you. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's the way I look at it. And I always strive to learn from these failures and mistakes and I take them with positivity and I am happy for them because I know that I'm being taught something worthwhile and something that I will continue to appreciate until I reach that success and I'll still appreciate it during my success so yeah number 18 is letting others decide what you can and can't do in life you own your life. Nobody else can do that. Nobody else can control it except you. So don't give people that power to change things within your life or change your mood or your mindset or your perspectives. You live your own life and you have to follow your inner GPS, as I like to say. And not someone else's, and vice versa. They have their own inner GPS. Don't go and try to control theirs, because that's theirs, and you need to worry about yours. So, when people when people bring you down, don't lose hope, because you can just use that as, who knows, as a little bit of a, a boost, okay? Just because they say you can't do something or whatever it doesn't mean you can't and I encourage you to prove them wrong because I love doing that I don't know if that's toxic or what but I love proving people wrong when they say I can't do something like work three jobs you know I'm insane for working three jobs apparently but here I am living and doing absolutely freaking amazing and proving them wrong I'm not insane and I'm a perfectly happy human being so I don't know those are just my thoughts on it and this kind of goes hand in hand with letting other people write your own life story you know you can you can spend your whole life worrying about what people think of you how they perceive you all that stuff but you own your life so if you don't take charge and design that life story or write that life story or plot that you want to have 
then you're going to eventually fall into someone else's plan, and that's not healthy. So, guess what they have planned for you? Really not much. So, move move from that. Write your life story and don't let anyone, anyone ruin that for you. Don't let them influence it in a negative way. Maybe in a positive way, maybe, just maybe. It depends on the situation, though. So that's all I really had for the plan for this episode. I could have done a whole bunch more, but I'd rather not make this episode like three hours long because I could continue listing off more and more, but I had to pick and choose and stay under my limit of 18 or 20. I stuck with 18 because I think I did 20 last episode for that topic, so I kind of wanted to change it up a bit. And I know some of these are a little basic, but sometimes all we need is a little reminder that, you know, those are things we can become aware of because maybe you're not aware of it. So that's why I kind of just, I went into small explanations of it. I didn't go into too too much explanations of it because I don't want to bore you guys. But yeah, those are 18 things that you need to stop doing or at least attempt to stop doing because they are so toxic and they ruin your your peace and your happiness. So if you have any more that you want to let me know about, I would love to hear them. As always, I will link my podcast email in the show notes as well as my Instagram, my personal Instagram because this podcast still yet has yet to have a podcast uh, an Instagram yet. So feel free to message me anytime. If you have suggestions for an episode, please send them over because I would absolutely love that. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatnot, as always, just contact me. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Hope you guys stay tuned for the next one. And I should be posting about the topic a little bit sooner than the episode comes out. And maybe post some polls to ask you guys, you know, what you're interested in hearing or any of that stuff that the other podcast people kind of like do. I just want to not copy them, but, you know, just a little bit. Alright, that's all for this week. Hope you guys stay tuned for next week's episode. Hope you have an amazing rest of your night and an awesome week. Stick to those goals and stay on top of your stuff. Bye guys.